Ladies and gentlemen, broadcasting from an undisclosed location somewhere north of the hub of the universe, Boston, Massachusetts, we would like to welcome you to Bamboozle.Boston, the only New England podcast show that combines two of your favorite things, specifically music and cocktails, into an unforgettable user-friendly experience. Join us as we educate you on the history, as well as successes and failures failures of some of your favorite bands <laughs> and alcohol funny to fail on. <laughs> with on-air sampling, live music, album, and band reviews, and special guest appearances. It's as if I've never done this before. But wait, there's more! Hang on, because we are diving headfirst into the world of pop culture as it relates to music, its origins, and influences. All rolled up into one very convenient and easy-to-listen-to podcast. Hey, Sean! Yes, Mike? A tennis ball walks into a bar, the barman says, Have you been served? Oh, really? A well, cor- you know what? Thank you. I, I needed another. You got another one? I got one more. Oh, a cornstalk walks into a bar. The bartender says, want to hear a joke? The cornstalk replies, I'm all ears. Uh. Here to inform, to inspire, and to imbibe are your hosts, Mike Grady, Sean Cochran. This is Boston. Yeah, buddy. Hey, thanks for bringing the jokes back. Yeah, I, I That kind of brightens, brightens my, my day. Well, I listened to our last podcast, and I'm like, wow, I actually kind of missed them. So I decided to bring them back. Oh, I appreciate that. And all their corniness. <laughs> really? <laughs> Still, <laughs> okay. Woo. We're full of it here. All right. So uh, it's, it's it's 11 a.m. in the morning, and we <laughs> I don't know what, I think there was a scheduling issue, which worked out, but we you're got, like, yeah, I'm free. And I'm like, well, I'll, I'll take the day and do it. So what the hell? <laughs> So here we are. Yeah, I actually had to re. I when I rescheduled us, I had to reschedule a lesson because I was supposed to be teaching students right now. I have Ooh. two students, but I'm doing that tomorrow morning. Okay, so um, so you're free to have this morning cocktail. I, it, yes, okay. I am free. Morning, eleven a.m. I don't typically day drink um, because it's never good. Well, it depends on where it goes. You can always nap and then re, and. and and salvage the day if you have to, which yes. may happen for me. We'll see how that goes. Uh, it happened for me too. But you, uh, you know what? Why don't we get to the booze log, and then we'll get we can start discussing um, what we're going to talk about today. Uh, I think that's a great idea. And Mike, here's your trombone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The First Frontier. These are the voyages of Boston. Today is July 7th, 2022. Join us as we explore all types of music and alcohol, bringing history, cockeyed perspective, and to boldly go where so many fine human beings have already gone before. Our featured booze today is a veritable sampling of all kinds of fine whiskeys, tequilas, and whatever we can find in Shaw's Liquor Cabinet. So guess what? We want to welcome you to the... Booze log. <laughs> it was so animated. And I'm not even rolling video on this. I mean, literally, you're rolling out of your chair there. That was well, great. And that my favorite thing is you did it. You did the, you did the horn. What do you call it? The slide. The slide. You did the slide with your, with your right arm. That was great. That was I, uh, great. This is what happens after I get a... Um, a lodge from Dunks. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I need, desperately needed that because I was tired. And yeah. I hadn't had my coffee, my morning coffee. So then this is coffee, Mike. This is coffee, Mike, <laughs> which is fine. Now we're, we're going to inter- let's have a sip of this, uh, Ooh, this yeah. stuff here. Why don't you talk? What is this stuff? Tell so me. This is, this, this is a mezcal that I picked up down the street here. Uh, this is a sample yeah, today. This is, a, yeah, this is a sample. All right. So Dell, it's a green bottle. Dell, Dell, Matt, Matt, McGay. How is that? You'd say that McGay? McGee? 
I have no idea. We're, I, 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 yeah, um, okay. I've had I've, I've had a variation of this before, and it's very very good. This one this bottle is a little pricier I think than the last one, but um, it, it, the mezcal is decent. You know, it's a nice nice smoky. Uh, um, yeah, I'm looking at I'm looking at the history and what's going on with that. I've never I very rarely have a mezcal, so let's try it and see. Sample cheers. number one. Sample cheers. Number one. It smells delicious. Wow. Oh, that's really good. It's got a nice burn. So I think that's just what's left over from last night, but the, <laughs> then we'll get into that. Um I don't care for the smokiness. I'm not no, a big too smoky much. fan. Yeah, it's too much for me. Okay. And it, it but I like it, <laughs> Wow, just got me. <laughs> I, I like it all the way to the aftertaste. Yeah. Kind of nice. Can, kind of nice. See why people would like that, though. It's nice with uh, Aaron makes it with a the soda and something else, and, and the Ooh. drink is very, very good. Aaron, speaking of Aaron, where is our? Oh, Aaron is Aaron. in London right now. Oh, what if I could get so, her to Facetime? That would be fantastic. Exciting. <laughs> I told her to have cask beers. So we were. I saw. We saw. Our, um, we went to lunch yesterday at the tap. If you can imagine that. Oh, and <laughs> no wonder they were like, "Where do you live? Where here? do you live here?" I know. I never left. And um, Jay was there, and we told Jay what was going on. He says, and without even me saying it, he goes, "You have to drink cask beer." Well, that's what you do here in London. It's it's it's, it's not quite piss warm, but it's warm. Oh yeah, been there before. Yeah. So, yeah, that's where she is. She's and, in uh, you think she would Facetime through? Oh, I don't know. You said she's doing a pub crawl right now. She's, doing, would, she's doing a pub crawl. It could not be more perfect. It would. All right, let me just text her. Yeah, because check it out. Would, so what is it? It's eleven here. Makes it five p.m. over there. They're six hours ahead. So yes. You know what? While you're doing that, and you're yep. texting her. What the the interesting thing is is we're doing a twofold type of podcast which means that we're taking one word and we're doing it two different ways we're going to talk about sampling a variety small tastes of little bits of alcohol all kind of different though i think we're going to stay in the tequila family today i thought we were going to do whiskeys but we're not um so we're going to do a little bit of sampling but we also want to talk about music sampling yes. which is so predominant it's so what so many artists use it's become an art form in its own almost but i wanted to you know the first thing is, is when i when i i teach this in at school to my eighth graders, seventh and eighth graders about sampling and how it's utilized. Um, but I have a great definition of sampling. And I think this really sums it up. Sampling in essence is when you include an element of a pre-existing recording by someone else in your composition. The sample can be anything that you've sampled from another track, a rhythm, a melody, a beat vocals, or even a speech, which then you can manipulate, edit, chop up or loop to fit creatively within your work wonderful that. and and boy what a what a what a an amazing thing it's turned out to be i mean everybody's everybody samples like crazy um constantly on on so many different levels um you know what? I'm going to, while you're waiting, I'm going to go continue. You know, okay, carry on, carry on. So digital sampling has been in existence since the 1960s. It was cur first commercially available. Um, Harry Mendel's computer music Melodeon, but what was actually the most popular was the Fairlight CMI, computer musical instrument. If you look on a lot of different, uh, back when they made albums, if you look in the liner notes, they will, cre anything that was sampled, they will credit the Fairlight. I'm almost positive that what's Yes used and like Owner of a Lonely Heart. Okay. And um, 
you know, they use the Fairlight CMI. Okay. Um, it really caught on to do that. And though primitive by today's standards, it was truly, truly revolutionary for the time. Offering the ability to sample at 24 kHz, um, kilohertz. Kilohertz? Is Kil- kilohertz. Kilohertz, yeah. yes. And edit waveforms with a built-in light pen, which, well, hence Fairlight. Sure. Today's minimum sampling rate is 44.1 mm-hmm. But can tra- but can traditionally but traditionally forty eight kHz is used. Yeah, that's used primarily mostly by, st- by producers and people in the studio. Sure, um, and they talk uh, and there's a lot about upsampling and downsampling. It's so much better to uh, to downsample than to upsample, and so. With 48, being the, 48 kilohertz being the industry standard, there's a variety of benefits and drawbacks from that. So um, one of the big things is that 48 kilohertz is really compatible with YouTube and other video services, okay. which is huge right now because people, uh, we that entire generation that I teach in middle school is a YouTube generation. If we were the MTV generation, that's <clears throat> MTV roll Everything's YouTube from the songs that they look up yep. to the memes that they watch. And now memes just aren't a simple singular like moment a photograph or some type of thing memes are also short little videos that goof and make fun and all that so they're really big with that anyway 48 um kilohertz sampling is perfect for um it's better compatibility with youtube and other services it's a better quality means that you can run complex projects with a ton of plugins Mm -hmm. um it's easy to calculate the number of samples per millisecond um no you don't have to worry about the decimal place which always messes everybody up myself included um it's easy to calculate for video it's easy to calculate the samples per video frame at 24 frames per second um easy to calculate samples per cycle down sampling is known to be much better than up sampling and it actually is becoming the new standard across the board for anybody who does it okay there's a few disadvantages not many um it's not yet compatible with streaming services and all older audio hardware and any vintage samplers that people might use um that means that copies of your samples may be, be a different sample rates if that's the case if you don't have a lot of storage space it's going to eat that up quickly okay um and also uh cpu usage uh computer processor usage spent processing audio as you mix may overload a less powerful computer of course you and i recently updated our computers yeah. to be more powerful yeah. and i did it mostly for class because it my old computer which was a stellar apple from 2013 wasn't fast enough to pro i because i run multiple things in my class so it wasn't able to keep up huh it wasn't and it just got it couldn't keep up with properly being able to be connected to the smart board and run all these different things wow so anyway um and outside of that Mm -hmm. i wonder if you know the answer you know the answer to this question because we just talked about well a couple of things so your 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 first what was your record i mean what do you have for data for the first sampled song for the first recorded um i guess sampling or whatever well it was the very first sample well i have the most sampled artist um hold on so i so i have it i'll just okay just oh, i don't i don't know it okay so it's um there's two of them this seems to be this seems to be a slight conflict so there's this guy uh pierre uh pierre schaefer and i believe it was in the 1940s <gasps> that's right i did read that yes and um so I couldn't find the actual track. It's it's music con- concrete. Wow, this is good. Oh, that's a nice beer. That's a really nice beer. So we're sampling beer too. <laughs> oh, Aaron. Aaron is with um, the the owner of Stoneface Brewing right now. Think you can get him on the line? I I, 
I would hope to think that they would be able to do that. This would be really cool. Let's just send it. Let's send them a photo. Get them because they they're what, five hours ahead. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyways, <clears throat> so I don't have the track, but this is a track that um, this guy's bizarre. I like it. It's 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 out there. It's like a creepy weirdo. You know, I'll just fast forward a little bit. It sounds like so. I fast forwarded like two minutes. (laughs) Sounds like cartoon sounds. It sounds like somebody's moving a piano up and down some stairways. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and then there's um. uh, God, it's so so funny. Sampling. Uh, There's another one here. This one is uh, John Congo's. This is something from the 1970. Check this one out. Where is it? Just get right to it. So it's African drumming. Check it out. I got to do it from the top because you can hear the actual track that he sampled. I already liked it. (laughs) So it's an African tribe. And he sampled it, and this is, um, you can see how it comes, comes together. Right? That's great. Cool. Yeah. Suddenly, uh, we pull out of this. Anyways, uh, <laughs> which slider do I use? <laughs> yeah, that's the one that slid up. <laughs> the one that slid up with the button. <clears throat> yeah, that's so a great. That's a great find. Great track. So uh, even the first one that was uh, rumored because there's this conflicts with the, the Guinness Book of World Records. Um, it's it's it mostly African tribes that they were sampling. That's which wonderful. Make per, which makes perfect sense. And then it kind of, oh oh boy, FaceTime video. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here they are. Oh, joint. Let's see. Hi. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Woo. Can you hear me? Hello. In the brewery. Oh, it's it's not coming through the thing. You're sitting in the brewery. Okay. And are you enjoying your cask beers? It's called... uh You guys are definitely the clowns. Hi, guys. <laughs> yeah, so uh, you guys are doing a little little cameo with you, you guys. I know those guys. <laughs> so are you are you drinking warm beers? Yeah, so we, also, we have not sh- um, showered, slept. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. I can see it in your eyes. Good. Yeah, awesome. Don't I look so beautiful? Per usual, of course, of course. You I'm look Elvis juice. gorgeous. Elvis juice, okay. Oh. Love it. And I only ordered it because it was combat. <laughs> nice. There we go. I get you now. I get you piped into the thing here. Much better. Much better. Oh, I can hear you. Yeah. Is this your first production post COVID? Yeah, or? I know. She's now she's going to break my chops about not being able to push the button earlier on. So. 
I know. I'm literally just asking. I'm just <laughs> Technology. Uh, yeah, we yeah we live in the dream. So we're we're drinking as well. We're drinking tequila and some uh, Corona beers. And uh, yeah, we're just living the dream down here. In the so, base. so my my friend Errol here just explained that um, the bottle of the bottles that beer is like produced into like really affects the quality of the beer. Okay. So we had a couple of beers in another place, and we we had the same kind of beer, and there were plastic cups. Some of us stayed inside, and the others went outside, and it's pretty warm outside. Karen came inside, and first smelled skunk. Oh. Apparently, the sunlight changes the, the quality of the beer. It smells skunk. That quickly? That quickly. And it, it literally smells like weed. And mine smelled just as delicious as it had started. So she was outside for how long? Like a five minutes or something? 20 minutes, probably. Okay. Okay, a minute. It was a minute. That quickly, huh? <laughs> wow. Wow. Must be really fresh beer. The sunlight, not the warmth, that breaks it down. So, you like you know how Heineken tastes skunk all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Green bottles and it doesn't filter out the light. Oh, I see. Oh. That makes perfect sense. Sure. So Corona. Like corona sometimes will taste skunk too. Sure. Got to keep it out of the. That's a great beer tip. That's Thank a great you. beer tip. I'll be coming back. <laughs> Would you like to talk to a brewer? Hey, absolutely. Oh, that would be wonderful. Howdy. Hey, John. How you doing? Hey. What do we call the podcast? We call it Bamboozled. Bamboozled.Boston. Happy to be here. Well, happy to have you. Now, you guys, yeah, very happy. has anybody slept? Oh, wait. Do you see, see this other guy? I, yeah, I, oh, they're twins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mike, Mike's, Mike's surprised. I'll run a brewer. I'm much, much, much more into the old uh, neurosurgery side. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it! I love it. So you guys are having fun. So, and are you going? Are you going to the show tomorrow or? Oh, okay. I can't actually hear you, Sean. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, we. At this point, we're just touring. Pubs. We yeah. started by touring some tourist spots, and now we're touring pubs. Yeah. Awesome. Love it, love it, love it. So, okay, well, you guys have fun. We're gonna try to catch up with you guys. Well, when you get back, maybe we can do this officially up at the um, up at the up at the brewery. Feature you and the beer on our podcast. Not even half hour. Half hour. Okay. Uh, all right, Ar. Well, you guys have fun. Nice have a pint. You. Nice meeting you guys. You have a pint for me. Hi, Karen. This is Greg. <laughs> You guys look bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'll talk to you in a bit. Okay. Bye, bye, Aaron. Super fun. Super fun. So we Jealous. definitely have to feature them then. Yeah. And he's, their beer is fantastic. Stone face. So that was an unexpected pleasure right there. That yeah, it was great. I knew they were pub crawling. I said, well, let's, let's get them on there anyways. Woo. So... Um, so we get back to the get back to the samples. So you just back to the samples. That last sample you played was fantastic. It was great, right? And then it just it, it so that's I think that's the Guinness Book of World Records, one of the the uh, there's a whole debate on it. Uh and it's an English thing. But um 
a lot of French. The French were doing it prior, and they were. Everybody uses the originally the uh, African beats in, in music, the tribal stuff, which, which would makes make sense. sense because it's it's um, it, it is now. And Paul Simon had really introduced it mm. to the um, to the general population of the United States with Graceland and back, black, uh, was it Lady Black Mombazo mm. and the different types of African different kinds of African rhythms. A yep. lot of our music is based on that. The, the history of it coming from Africa through the South and off to the, all the major cities. That's the stuff I cover in my class. It's amazing that you know our Western music, the most popular music in the world, is based a foundation of African beats, rhythms, chords, that sure. type of thing. Of course. Yeah. Um, so now that we're on the subject of samples, <clears throat> there is a drum beat that is the most sampled drum beat and it is called they refer to it as the amen break it was done by uh in 1969 gregory sylvester and um gc coleman all called the winstons mm-hmm. it was a song called amen brother but okay. the amen break you're going to recognize and i'm going to play for you at normal speed fast speed and slow okay and Love you it. will you will recognize it <coughs> you'll immediately recognize it but the slower the slower one is the one that's used quite a bit Oh, yeah. All right, so that's the normal speed of it. There's yeah, and then it, it's like a drum bass uh, type thing. There we go. Oh, yeah, that that right there is... It, it's, it, it changes the pitch, slow it down like that. That is used in so much hip, old school hip-hop from the 80s and 90s. They uh, they pulled that, and that's pretty pretty well known right and there. And the, then the the track is the track is here. That's the actual song. Nice. Yeah, that's all we get. Fantastic. <laughs> just a sample. That's We're just getting a just sample. Just a sample. <laughs> I like that. Sure. So then, of course, when you go about one of the things that I noticed as sampling became. Um, popular in the 90s mm-hmm. there was a particular artist who has and continues to be sampled more than any other artist in the world because mm-hmm. of not only his funky beats but his vocal vocal acrobatics that he does is used hey <laughs> i feel good I feel good <laughs> take it it's, to the bridge <laughs> mr james brown has been featured and used in so the many the Godfather of Soul, just so good, just unbelievable. I'm trying right now to think about on the different things that he's been. I'm trying to find uh, like one that's really. Oh, of course, we're going to only get a sample of this. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, that's what we're here for. <laughs> Speaking of which, finish your mezcal. So I will move finish on. my mezcal. <laughs> <laughs> Drink, damn it. <laughs> Oh, by the way, just to give a quick plug, I did, um, Sally and I decided to um, resort back to our 90s selves, and we watched Beavis and Budhead do the universe. Ooh, you mentioned that. Did you enjoy it? Uh, it didn't suck. Yeah, that's, that's cool. <laughs> it was really cool. <laughs> it was as funny as Beavis and Budhead do America. And so he he has a great Mike Judge has a great way of making um, social commentary without it being on the nose and without actually insulting either side, but just putting it out there. Mm-hmm. The session where they accidentally end up in the middle of college 
and they do an entire scene on white privilege. Yo, I, I, I saw and that. And it was in it. You know, the thing is, is that the people who were talking about it, they handled it. He handled it very care. He handled it great because they simply talked about it. They told him what it is. And then Beavis and Butthead thought they had something special. Right. Uh, I don't think you know what this is, but I, I, I have white privilege. I'm going to the front of the line. <laughs> it was so they good. Stole, they stole the police car. They stole the police car because they had white privilege. <laughs> um, hold on. Um, let me find this. There we go. One of the, and I'm going to do a quick sample. You'll love it. Okay. You're about to be possessed by the sounds of MC and Everybody knows this Everybody and hear James Brown in the background. Yeah. I think we've played this before. May have. I forget. I was wondering. There you go. The most sampled artist of all time. And that is probably the first time I, when I heard that song, I went, this sounds like James Brown. <laughs> it's, it's, it's amazing. So sampling is just, it, at first, as like any new thing that comes along, it's always shunned. You know, people are like, oh my God, I can't believe it. Oh, we're going to place, replace musicians with computers. Right. And that didn't happen. I mean, I use sampling and I teach that in my class. I, I use it as a tool. Um, it, it's fun. It's neat to go sample like interesting things. Um, they have all kinds of, let's say, oh. So here is another sample that you should know really well. Um, hold on. Here's another one that's really <coughs> popular. I have another. Oh, yeah. And it uses Nile Rogers' guitar riff from Chic um, from uh, Good Times. Oh, so good. Right. That's fantastic. And then the, the and they just take bits and pieces of that song and they pull everything else out. Excellent, excellent, excellent. It's, I have another another African reference here. Ooh. You, another track that's. delay on that. Check it out. It's like a shuffle. This is Burundi Black. Stevenson. Check it out. The harpsichord. Love it. I mean, just goes on and on but did you want to talk about the one of the most famous sampled songs artists one of the biggest hits and how he thought he was going to get out of it because of the extra beat oh <laughs> <laughs> you know it's funny because we had talked about doing this uh, this episode i went to, to see i went out searching for um, Sally's going to be very happy we reference this. We reference this? Okay. You know, she has a video of her birthday party where all her friends, they only do the first, like, 10 seconds of the dance because that's all they could remember from the video. <laughs> oh, really? And there's, like, a bunch of them in her basement. It's hol- and it's to this whole thing. And they just keep doing it over and over again. <laughs> so, um, okay, let's, let's talk about... Well, we were going to do... 
We're gonna talk about Vanilla Ice, of course. Vanilla Ice is one of the one of the famous. Oh, you got it right there. So it's just that extra beat. Yo, VIP. Here we go. Let's kick it. Yeah. All right. So now, <laughs> and then, without the beat, you know who that is, obviously. Oh my gosh, Queen, yes. Queen, and uh, David Bowie. So that is that's the most controversial for the most part you well, know? it was because well it got so controversial because first off he claimed he was from the hood but he wasn't then he also because he was from some <laughs> rich neighborhood um and then it was also the fact that he tried to explain his way out of it a ton of times you know like i i did this and then i you know and i added that extra beat so it, he was trying to convince Vinny that it made it his own right but which no. which was a great uh discussion and then it kind of you know it, it was able to you were able to solidify you know what is and what isn't and as far as well that takes us into uh you know a subject that i find uh, i don't want to get into it too much but i find maddening at times is the because of the country we live in which is you know a big melting pot a conglomeration amalgamation of all these different cultures it's um you know they they talk all about cultural appropriation and dealing with the different things that we use from you know different folks that have come over from wherever Mm -hmm. and all over the world um, and I don't consider that. I consider that if you come to the United States, that you're keeping your cultural identity, but then adding, you know, to adding to the collective, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to go all Borg, like, you know, um, resistance is futile. You add to our collective. But, it, you know, so I don't necessarily believe that, you know, I don't believe in the whole what I consider a scam of cultural appropriation. I think that you come over here, and so sampling has a lot to do with that because you're appropriating someone else's music. Sure. And some, you know, in the very, very beginning, nobody paid anybody anything. James Brown had to go to court in order to be able to get, and he was the one who actually started, okay, so if we're going to be doing samples, the most, it's just to go, you have to go get permission. Yeah. You know, it's like Weird Al. Weird Al has to get permission from the artist in order to parody them. The one he didn't get permission from, he did anyway, and he ended up having quite a dispute with him for a while, which was Coolio, which is Gangster's Paradise. Oh, really? He, did he, didn't, Amish, get it. he didn't get the... Uh... He did, he re, they were in the process of getting it, hmm. and he went and he recorded it. They released it. Then Coolio was like, no. So then they, they've done. since mended fences. Yeah. But it was... Um, that's the thing. I mean, if you're going to take another artist's work, if you're going to take someone else's creativity, mm-hmm. then you know now they have things in place where you can, you know, you pay a fee or they get they can whatever they work and contractually obligated to pay them a certain percentage or whatever the case may be. But anyway, just briefly touch on that. I think it's in, I think it's important because the one thing about music, and I know my uh, I know my musicians and my music teachers out there. Everything that has been in has been done has already been done because music is we are pulling from finite resources. Right. There's only 144 chords. There's you know so many scales. There's, there's 11 notes. Let's let's you know sharps and flats and blue. yeah. And so th- there's only a, there's only so much that we have, but the uniqueness comes from the person who creates the song. That's sure. where the uniqueness comes from. Um, so everything that has been done has already been done, and we strive to make music more and more creative. So I think sampling allows that because it's great to pay homage to an artist who produced something, who created something so memorable that people want to use it over and over sure. again. Sure, you know, Even if it is a five, seven, ten second sample, that's great. And James Brown, he has he casts such a huge shadow over hip hop. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because, do you know who was in his band? Who was in his band? Bootsy Collins. 
Oh, okay. And George Clinton. Well, there you go. Who went on to do P-Funk. Yes. You know, they took funk and they made it like punk. It was like punk funk. Yeah. yeah. And they, it, yeah. so that's pretty awesome. And so then you think those artists, you know, a lot of what's going on right now, and, and that's why I always, that's why I don't mean to babble here, but I always make sure my students know, understand history. Right. Because it's come from somewhere. Someone's blood, sweat, and tears has gone into something. Okay. It, whether it's a remake of a song, you mm -hmm. know, somebody did it in the 50s, somebody did it in the 80s, and somebody did it in the 2000s. But the first artist who did it created he, it. He created it. So yeah. then you have to understand that, you know, because the sampling now is, you know, they're very, very clever. Oh! What? Oh, what? 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 I have a great. You, you have something there because I have a. Great well, I was just gonna. I was. I was. I was gonna tease this because okay. we were talking about lawsuits and all this other uh -huh. craziness. Yeah. Ready. We're gonna get sued. <laughs> Don Headley. Don you're Headley coming after us. His his his, his podcast bots of honest. Oh, <laughs> they the Don Headley bots are out there. Yeah. <laughs> all right sorry. so i have this so this is great all right so um <laughs> sorry i just had to do that just tried to do that oh here's here's another quick sample ready okay this is one of my <laughs> absolutes what's that i love it Right? Come on. I mean, anthrax, and anthrax and Public Enemy. One of my, I mean, Ugh. when this song came out, I was like in it. And I was like, what are they doing? And then, you know, Aerosmith and uh, Run DMC were doing it. And oh. they, were, they were combining all of the different, you know, the two different uh, genres. I mean, Aerosmith, of course, is a little more more pop. And then Anthrax is just heavy. I mean, that was heavy, 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 heavy. But that kind of goes along with the, with, um, uh, it wasn't NWA. Who was it? Public Enemy. Public Enemy. So Public Enemy, they um, you know, they they were on not only in the cutting edge as far as the kind of rap music, the kind of rap music they make, but they were also socially conscious about what was going on in their neighborhoods. So yes. they about so putting it with that gets the attention of not only the urban black neighborhoods but gets the attention of the white neighborhoods, the young kids mm -hmm. who listen to this and go, "Oh, wait a minute." So it brings awareness, I think, sometimes. Sure. And that's pretty cool because it's hard to get kids aware of anything yeah and uh, but in doing it in that manner that's fantastic Bring them together and, 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 and they work together so well I mean, well it's it it, yeah it sounds is. like well it sounds like it was they were almost meant for each other right well <laughs> yeah sure so <laughs> so i'm gonna play a sample i'm gonna play a quick sample and okay. i'm gonna play you a song that has that sample in it okay Ooh, what a bass line Okay, you, everybody knows that. Yes. Yeah. So, now, check out the clever way Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, former members of the time, and co and, wor and they worked with Prince extensively. Prince found the time, yep. and Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis were members of that. Uh, Morris Day, and, the, and it was Morris Day in the time's time. Um, and then Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis went off and started, they, do, they produced the Human League, and specifically Janet Jackson. So... Check it out. Oh, yeah. Sure. And that's... I mean, it's... It, it, it's... 
it's I mean it's definitely not the same, but there's it's a super influence to so, that. Well, for yeah. Sure. So they used the sample, but what they, what they were credited for was they they were credited for taking the sample and and almost making it new. You know, mm-hmm. they, they, it was, you're like, your brain goes, why does this sound familiar? Right. right. Why do I recognize that? Sure. And even though it's different. Sure. It's still wicked cool. I just think that's You want to try this Anejo with yeah, me? Yeah, Of course. So this is the, um, Casamigos Anejo. This is not the repo. And, and we're using the same glass, so it's going to have, a, it might have a little smoke to it. No, that's fantastic. Mm. Oh, that's good. It's good. That's how I discovered Casamigos was the Anejo. Gotta say. It's really good. It's very, very, it's much darker, obviously, than the Repo. Clooney has made some questionable movie choices, but he definitely <laughs> he was a, a great idea. With it the, was a great the, idea. The tequilas, yeah. um, well, I'm speci- I, in my brain, I'm specifically thinking of Batman. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Jeez. But one of my favorite, like, top 100 movies is Brother, Where For Art Thou? You got, the soundtrack is killer, but he's amazing in it. Clooney, that's what got me hooked on like him as an actor. Okay, I was like, because I saw he used to do ER, and he was in. Oh God, oh, was he? Right. He was also in um, Facts of Life. And he think, was. Yeah, he was on there briefly, um, <laughs> like a you know, kind of like um, who else was it? Uh, who's the other guy? Uh, who Titanic? The Titanic dude. Came oh, uh, um, DiCaprio. DiCaprio. DiCaprio was on one of those shows, too. They tequila, the- tequila is mind-erasing. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's terrible. Well, if that's the case, then I have no mind left. Mm-hmm. Um, so then you talked, of course, about, um, okay, this one, which is, this is one that I use in class because it's so familiar. Yeah, well, there you go. I remember the first time I saw the, saw the video, I'm like, what? What is going on here? And they, they fatten up the beat. You sure. Know. Well, it's a drum machine, you know, and it's Joe Perry. I wonder if they retract that. They, I, I bet he retract that as opposed to pulled his own sample. Because it's a collaboration. All right, well, then. So it's a direct collaboration with Aerosmith and Run DMC, so. I let's, mean, I would not be surprised if they retract that guitar. And there's no well, it sounds, you know, it's pretty fat, right? I mean, it's, it's, it thinks everything is more, everything has been produced hmm. more, you know, it's, so, well, let's listen to the original then. Yeah, it's definitely not the same beat. I mean, that actually right. might be the. No, it's a different, you can tell, I can hear the ambience on that guitar. All right, all right. All right so. Wow, we're uh, we're doing pretty well with the sampling today. We're uh, <laughs> all lawyers that are listening. We are only sampling. That's great. From because we're uh, talking about sampling, the unwritten rule of under eight <laughs> seconds. We might have crossed that a little bit, but that's have mercy. Have mercy. What are you gonna do? Yeah, what are you gonna do? Seriously. So who else? Do you have anybody else over there? I mean, the 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 endless. I've got a huge list of. I mean, it goes on and on and on. Uh, I mean, I've got your. Um, I just did a, a general Google on who. Who was sampled the most? And I put a little bit of a playlist together here. Well, you know how we just listened to we just listened to Amen uh, the Amen break, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So then, let's look at uh, Lynn Lynn Collins. She's a. There it is. So they use that. Yeah. So they used her sample in the whole songs. Somebody else. Yeah. And then you got James Brown in the background. Yeah. Which is so, just amazing. Well, how about this? You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. 
Yeah. There we go. So that's the Amen Brother yeah, break. That right is there. the Amen Brother break. Imagine that. Imagine when they when they sat down at, at that kit and he made that track. Do you, I mean? Do you think he's like, yeah, I'm just, we're gonna record this song. And this is gonna be great. No idea that it was gonna be so influential, and ca- and everybody was gonna grab it and use it. And so many. Di- I mean, who wouldn't? He didn't know that. So Public Enemy and NWA were severely demonized when they first came out. Yeah. Um, and you know, some of their <laughs> subject matter caused people to get a little upset. But I think that they really, really pushed um, the genre forward. Huge. 150%, yes. And that's a perfect example because somebody was like, "Why?" Somebody, so one of my kids tried to challenge me. They're like, well, why don't you talk about NWA? I said, because I talk about them, but we're going to stop right there. And everybody kind of like got really quiet. I go, uh-uh, don't even try. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. They're always pushing the envelope. You know, cause I well, don't they, they, but there's, there's, there's a way to, you know, to, to address it. In a in a in a classy way, I'm not saying it's not classy because it was. I mean, it, that was heavy, heavy stuff. Just the, everything that they did, the subject matter, like you said, the subject matter, it was controversial. It meant a lot to a lot of people, and it still does. And um, well, it was controversial for that time. Now it doesn't seem so controversial. Now, now it doesn't. Um, right. And they and they were you know the, that was the one the hardest thing I have about teaching about rap and hip hop in my class is that once we get there's a certain point where I have to be really careful what I choose, but I come to find out like they all know Eminem they know Ice T they know you know Flavor Flav they know all these people sure they know all of them which and is, their songs which is pretty amazing because those those are old I mean I was I was in, way into Ice T when he first came out I loved Ice T now he's a, now he's a, like a really good actor and he's a, he's a good actor <laughs> so, and then you did, got who who is it who's the other one did I I think I told you this before in one of the other podcasts when I was in New York City driving I was in traffic and I looked to my right and who's sitting there in his Mercedes come on Ice T and I was like no they can't be him and I go it's him then he got in front of me and his, his license plate was New York uh Pimpin, P-M-P-N-8-E-Z, Pimpin 8-E-Z, <laughs> what's this license plate, something like that, oh my gosh, right? oh. just, iced tea, I, I mean iced tea is still one of my favorites, and he had because uh, okay, go ahead. I got and I have a quote from him. One of the most he wrote Friday. One of the most fam- famous quotes from him is this. Okay, the Chris Tucker says, "I'm going to get you hot today because it's Friday. You ain't got no job and you ain't got <laughs> shit to do." <laughs> so that's when he did the acting, and I'm like, and he kind of was acting, but he seemed like he was sort of himself. Well, the, the, I mean, great movies. Sure, it's a sure. Com- it's almost a coming of age movie for people in college, or probably now. I mean, his think. his uh, <laughs> yo, is let's do this. Oh my gosh! Seriously, right? Ice tea. Now we're on to ice tea. So, oh, ice cube. That's the other one. Colors, colors, colors. I mean, colors. Fat tracks. Oh, so Dude, good. You're killing me right now. Colors, colors, colors. I- just just great stuff um oh man he has a metal hold on go go ahead mike i I, sometimes i can look up now i'm on iced tea iced tea so i'm trying to find um oh man how about this 
I got something for you. See if you can guess the same. This will be Guess the Sample featuring okay. Sean Cochran. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, that might have been... Oh, I don't know the. I, I mean, I know the. I know the sample, but I don't know the. Wait, this is. Check it out. Tribe called Quest. Tribe Can called I Quest. kick it? It's great. So taken. That's from the '60s, right? The, the sample. Yeah, the sample. Oh yeah. Like these these guys sit in the studio, and they. I think it's kind of funny. So. We all know that in order for black music to be acceptable in the in public in the um, in the American psyche, if you say from flyover country, East Coast, West Coast, in the fifties and sixties, it was drastically important for them to get songs across. Even though black artists did it, they would redo them with white artists, and that's a known industry thing that they did. Mm-hmm. Right or wrong, I'm not here to judge that. I honestly think that the public would have been fine with that but they were a little concerned so then what i like is that then they go and turn around and they sample a lot of white artist stuff and put it back into their music which i think is kind of cool well and they're not going to sample anything that's crap no so i mean that track (laughs) good point (laughs) that's a great sample i mean in you know the the um the opposing baseline fretless i mean it's just that, that's amazing double track bass and we can get into that one but that's um really really cool so all right so i'm going to I now i see you're onto something over there i am so i'm going to p- play you the, the song that was responsible for so see if you can guess the song mm-hmm. oh yeah there it is so this is the that's the original track Stevie Wonder Stevie Wonder Pastime Paradise I mean that's heavy All right without with, without without the you know the So then we have Coolio Gangsta's Paradise Yeah Retract Then we have Amish Paradise. <laughs> Weird Al Yankovic. Weird Al. <laughs> I wonder if we could play the Weird Al version. So, if he'd come after us, be like, dude, you sam- your life is sampling. Leave us oh, alone. Oh, I, <laughs> I can't get over. So, and these artists don't, like, they're not creating this song thinking, well, one day my song's going to be sampled. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like the original um, beat there. So good. The Winstons, oh when they was when they were oh. tracking that. Oh, what are you got? Oh, another oh, one? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, boy. oh god, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh boy. All right, Let's see if we can guess this one. That's cool. Wait a minute. Sorry, that was the completely the wrong song. I'm so but sorry. I, I liked it. I had no idea what it was. It was what was that? <laughs> I was waiting for the big sample uh, unveiling, and it just. I, well, really I'm going to as soon as you. Yeah. Well, uh, 
Uh, hmm. <laughs> Jeez. I got to remember to look. Here we go. I got to remember to look at the artist first. Wait. Okay, party people in the house, you're about to witness something you've never witnessed before. Yes, it's the original human beatbox, Dougie Fresh, and his partner, the Grand Wizard, MC, Ricky, D, D, and that's me in the place to be. And we're going to show you how we do it for 85 Kicking Live, all right? Because um, I got a funny feeling um, you're all sick of all these crab rappers biting their rhymes because I'm um, their backstabbers. But uh, when it comes to me and my friends are fresh here, there is no competition because we are the best here. Finesse and press, which we prove. And y'all will realize that we are the most... Lonnie! It happens every day. I woke up around 10 o'clock in the morning. Right? I gave okay, myself a stretcher. A morning yawning. Went to the bathroom to wash up. Had some soap on my face and my hand up on a cup. I said, um, Mera Mera on... Now... <laughs> Sorry, it took so long to get to get there. Holy crap. There's a lot of BS at the beginning of that one. Yeah, there's a lot of but I like it. Right? It's, no, it's, it's great. It's, it's great. All right, so then you take... What year was that? 85. It was 85, okay. Then you have this. Oh, ooh. Yeah. Oh. No. All right, so they have to sample the beat in the background, but... Now, there's another song in there, too, that... They get to use that R2 sample. Ooh. <laughs> you know, the, the finger on the drum. Oh, no. I don't <laughs> you know what I mean? Ooh. Oh, what is that? Where is that song? Uh. <coughs> you going to be okay over there? You get the COVID? I do not have the COVID. I just you know, I segued into COVID there. You like that? You know, and Aaron's going to say, "How did you? How did you? How did you fit COVID in there?" Oh, oh, oh. Okay, I, know, got, I, I got it. Okay, yep. okay wait, wait, wait. wait. Yep. So you heard yep. that? So that's obviously uh, Biggie Smalls. Um, and so let's do. He sampled this song. Time to sample some more tequila. You carry on. Let me see. You know what? I screwed up, Mike. The last sample we did. I- yeah. Xylophone. Who does that? That's Herb Albert in the Tijuana Brass. I think that's, that's, that's my glass. That's, that's great. So they go and they sample. That's the song that... that okay, we're going to get into soap operas. General Hospital, Luke Ooh. rapes Laura to that song, which is disgusting. But oh, anyway, geez, I remember that. What remember year was that? That was 80s. I thought it was 70s. Could it be that incident? I think that that. Oh, it might. You know what? You're it right. It is 70s because I. Um, and it, so that that happened to that song. Really? And then you have. Oh, oh yeah. Please. Just so good. The Notorious B.I.G. was so good. So good. <laughs> All right, drink what this. A, what a loss. Drink this. I know, seriously. Seriously. So I screwed up on the last um, sample, tequila sample. What was it? That was that Hus Piss, that Sor- Sirocco, whatever this is. 
what's it called? Sincoro. I think it's what's his face, the basketball player. That stuff is. I wouldn't clean my floors with that, and we just—it was terrible. Now this is this is the Anejo. I'm sorry, this is the, the Casamigos, and well, that was smooth. This one here, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's that's really nice. It was very nice. I had to, um, I had to get a, an emergency room. I went to this was what? six, when? six, eight years, eight, nine. Oh, oh, it was oh, probably oh. ten years ago. Went to the Orpheum to see Dream Theater. Oh wow! And, and okay, Mike got us tickets. We all went in, and it was a, more of a drinking event than it was a music event. And then we went to the um, the Beantown Pub next door. Wow! And Ridlon kept buying shots of this particular booze, the Casamigos and Aho. I was so obliviated, I had to get a room, and I missed my appointments the next day. It was terrible. So there you go. Full disclosure. Full disclosure. Full disclosure. That's my best story. All right. So let's see if you can recognize this sample. Ooh, I've heard this before. Grandma's hands clapped in church on Sunday morning. Grandma's hands. Played a tambourine so well. Oh, now check it out. Grandma this is great. Now, here's the song that sampled it. Hey. Yeah. Whoa. You know, Took yes. it to a different key, sped it up. No dickity. No doubt. Play on, play it. Play on, play it. Play on, play it. Just gotta get to the beat. So, drop the verse. It's going down, face of Black Street. The homies got at me, collab creations. Uh, Bump like just, so, Dr. Dre, Dr. Dre, what? That is so good. Um, we haven't even talked about him and all the samples and all the... I mean, he's now known more for his Beats headphones Beats and headphones. his producing yep. than yep. he is for what he used to do. Um, oh, yes. Oh, got? my gosh. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, hold on. Ugh. <laughs> what do you got? I'm going to show you in just a minute. Hold on, I got something really good right here for you. I'm going to hit do, you. I'm going to hit you with this. Um, so this is uh, Dr. Dre. You're doing? You're, you're going to? Yes, we're going to okay. talk about him in just a minute. Okay, so see if you recognize this this is the sample oh wow okay whoa what a what a track holy and then Dre turns it into this California yes He takes a Joe Cocker song, yes. woman to woman, and turns it into one of the biggest hits he's ever done. Drops with, it a whole step. With Tupac. Are you kidding me? Just genius. Just genius. What the heck? So there's a level. That, so outside of you're, you're taking someone else's work, but then. Unknown caller. 
Yeah, I'm not, <laughs> an unknown caller. Yeah, let's take that call in the middle of the podcast. So he turns it into that. That beat, the keyboard, the horns is so freaking dope. I listen to it. I use like well. Sometimes I have dance parties with the kids. Yeah, and I'll throw like just a small part of that on, and th- most of them don't even know it. They just start moving because it's just so. It just it grabs you. Oh yeah, I'm moving right now. Kidding me? So, the sampling aspect <laughs> behind it is crazy because you heard the original, and so then somebody's in the studio and he goes, "You know what? Let's slow it down. Let's fatten it up." Let's change the beat a little, mm-hmm. and you have an entirely new song. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you do, it's not a new song, but you, you're able to... Well, generationally, you know, you you create a new song, and somebody hears it and goes, wow, I really like that. Well, to a new listener, to yes. A new it's listener, a new and, song, yes. And they don't sit there and go, oh, gee, you know... You know I that sounds an awful lot like Joe Cocker. Yeah, hey. yeah I doubt very much Nobody's any suburban that. kid knows that. Nobody's doing that. <laughs> right. You know, I'm very offended by the fact that he sampled Joe Cocker. Poor Joe Cocker. I wonder if he's getting any residuals from this. And his awkward twitch when he sings. He's like, he's he's pooping as he sings. Love Joe Cocker, though. Um, So when we remember uh, nine and a half weeks, you can leave your hat on. Dude, when we played that, so B Street would play that at weddings and stuff. Yeah. People would go in the 90s would go nuts. How's that one go? Is it? Oh. Just pull it up for a second. I just want to. Give the listeners a oh. sample of the uh, sample. Yes, there it is. I think I've seen you guys do this before. Oh, we killed, we killed it. it, crushed it. The piano pot right there. Great, so good. great track. So yeah, that just reminded me when you said Joe Cocker. I'm like, well, that that's that's the song where, you know. In it, when we did, when we started doing it at weddings, it was hugely popular. Mm-hmm. So then our lead singer's like, "Hey, let's bring it back. We can do it. Everybody loves it." I'm like, "No, because the people that we play for don't wouldn't, you know, we're." You don't think that the younger? I mean, I'm assuming you're talking about a younger crowd. Well, because we play so many family events, um, and also I just don't think people would know it. I don't know. That's really? Just, uh, I don't know, man. I, you think so? That's, I think that's one of those tracks that's a great track, and All I right. think that anybody would... Well, maybe you might have changed my mind. I'm, 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 who'd you say? Louis wanted to bring it back? Hey, of course he did. You could tell how I did his voice. Hey, let's do it. I'll never uh, remember the lyrics, but I'll, let's do it. I'm, I'm advocating. <laughs> Louis, I love you. Just kidding. Right. <laughs> he, wouldn't, he wouldn't even know how to find a podcast. <laughs> my phone. Uh, he calls it like, the phone thing doesn't go on the internet, and I don't know how to spell right. <laughs> <laughs> so, God but you him. know what God was great him. about him? Yeah, and I and I have to say this, and Sally will agree. So, I ask everybody in the band to RSVP. Okay, yes. so of course, only Russ and Jimmy Bass have RSVP'd. Louis did. He called her, and then he left his version of Mustang Sally in the voicemail. Get out of here! And he goes, hey, "I can't believe you guys invited me. Thank you so much." You know, it was like very gracious. But that's that's nice. See, yeah, that's that's was nice. Do you still have the the uh, recording? Sally saved it. Have her send it to me, and I'll I'll I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> sample uh, it. I'll sample it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll sample it. That'd be great. That would be fantastic. Oh shoot, this has been fun. Yeah, this is this is good. You know what we should do after this? What? <laughs> Drink some more. Drink some more. <laughs> what time is it now? Uh, is it? Oh, it's five o'clock ten, somewhere. So, ten. oh, it's six o'clock in London. So everyone's over there doing that. <laughs> Um, so it's noontime. So it's afternoon. 
I think we're good. Um, I'm going to pour one more tequila. You uh, sure. say something you've been, stunning. You've been doing very, very. You've been doing very small very versions. About it. Small samples, which is great. Do you want the repo, or do you want you want this piss, or do you want? No, I want the repo. Oh, okay. That's my old. That's my standby. All right, let's do that. Um, um, it was interesting to think. Um, talking about alcohol in general, um, which you know, I during the pandemic i love saying that during the pandemic people were locked up in their homes so with one of the things that <laughs> that sally and i would we'd hang out for the evening you know it, you know if we had the boys we'd do stuff with them outside and everything but when we were just together we would um our, our classic cocktail was usually first some chardonnay Okay. And then we'd go right. Oh, then you did, then now, how did right that in. mix for you? Well, we spaced it out where it didn't. It didn't really. It didn't really. But clash. we always kind of chuckle. We're like, "Hey, we started with the white wine. Next thing you know, we're over to the tequila." <laughs> I love that. I love that. It was. A, you know, it's funny. And this is completely off, <clears throat> off topic. Yep. When I would go and I would, you know, I'd visit her and we'd hang out and we'd, you know, we'd have like movie night with the guys with the boys and it would be awesome. And then you know, it'd be like around ten o'clock and I'd head on home. Driving home at nine o'clock at night with nobody on the road. Oh, all, during the pandemic. During the pandemic, yeah, all yeah. of the, you know, the little strip mall places, like you know, the place we have mm-hmm. near us and up there on one twenty five, just closed. Closed. Yeah, just weird. Well, uh, the bowling alley closed. Mm-hmm. Dunkin' Donuts closed. So weird. And it was probably two months of, especially at night. Because there's always somebody on the road around here. Like driving home last mm-hmm. night, the city is like booming. Bumping. Yeah. Well, people are busting at the seams. Yeah. Right. So now it's, you know, regardless of how many times they keep telling us variant B.567, you're going to die. It, it's. I, th- I think it's well understood that it's all hush shit. Nobody listens. And nobody listens anymore. So Fauci's farce. Uh, <laughs> well, I haven't uh, seen him, which is great. Okay, yeah, they, they, well, because they got what they wanted. Don't even get me going. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> Needless to say, my point was, dry, like, so, you know, her and I, we would hang out and we would you know try to we did try to so we did like our herb garden we tried to do constructive things but driving around was the weirdest thing it was just even when you went to the grocery store you know this is two years ago over two years ago we would bring back our groceries and wash them off it was oh like, because oh. it was that because they did not because you didn't know right i mean the, but that's what we that's what you did because al- you didn't know the alpha and delta versions of covid were pretty harsh yeah they were knocking out they were killing people by the thousands let's get let's, be, let's get at least tequilas while we're talking so anyway about so i was just it was just reminding me of that as we were doing the tequila here i'm thinking like wow you know we're driving around and i remember you know at one point i'm thinking you know, is, is this ever going to end i know and then know. we did it you know and then we're like okay we're back to school all right well we have to wear masks the entire year and every and then the kids are all apart and i totally get that and then we come then we hit summer and i'm like yeah all right we're ready to rock and then like around mid-july you know you can smell it you're like oh here we go well you know there's a wave coming that's going to cause us all the blah blah and it happened and then we went into the school year again masked um but then come january it's like it's the weirdest thing it was like somebody walked into a room and flipped the light switch on okay take off your mask we're all fine now it's (laughs) so weird and we're paying for it. We're all paying dearly for it right now. Oh, yeah. And we haven't yet begun to really pay for it still. Well, which is, you know. 
I think that, you know, as far as, you know, behavior of kids, classroom management, here's the deal. When we were wearing masks and I was going up to the classrooms teaching, uh-huh. everything was very regimented. Yeah. And so they stayed behind their, they had the desk shields, they stayed behind their shields, they couldn't interact. And classroom management was really, really easy. Mm-hmm. But the communicate communicative aspect of it was limited and terrible well and then they dump the mess they come back down to my class and classroom management is nuts because they can now be, be normal, normal and they don't know what normal is <clears throat> which they, is another right so yeah. they for the kids it's, it's worse for the kids the Thank ones God. that were so then we had the ones who stayed home the entire year who came back and had to reacclimate yeah. it was tough on them I the ones who stayed home I under you know respect, understand why you know it's up it's individual family choice but they came back and they're like oh crap I haven't been in a reg- regimented rule based environment since for a year mm-hmm. so they're like well what do I do and you obey know, and obey obey <laughs> <laughs> darn it you better believe that <laughs> don't you make Mr Grady mad um, so. <laughs> Um, then what happened was that year we allowed some things we allowed like the boy because I am at a parochial school we let the boys just let their hair grow we we there were certain things that we relaxed so that they could feel more like okay so then they come back the previous year and then you know the principal's like all right we need to go back to how we used to be and it was tough for a while it was tough with classroom management. It was tough getting them to wear the proper uniform, sure. to act properly, to not like be so loud and crazy. Mm-hmm. The difference, you behave outside differently than you behave inside, inside voice, outside voice. All of that was really new for some of them. Sure. Or they just forgot. And, and did you see a, um, a grade, like a year difference that like, I'm, I'm sure there's a developmental stage of general behavior right. that was skipped over for the covid portion of of things so i'm sure that there was a specific age when they came back i don't know what is it eight yeah. maybe or something like that if you don't if you don't learn at the, the age of seven you're going to come back an animal <laughs> at eight if you miss the whole well it's if, if if you take these kids who didn't interact they weren't allowed to interact with any kids over time it became very difficult it's the social skills intellectually I think the parents did the best job they possibly could, and we did the best job we could doing remote. Sure, but there, but it's it, there's this huge thing: the students want to be close to their teachers. Hmm. They want to be in the classroom with them. They want to be able to walk up to their desk and talk to them. The younger kids, they want to come up. They always give me a little side hug, which is just uh, anyone between first and fourth grade. Okay, but when you get up in the middle school. They want to be able to come down and know that you're there, that mm-hmm. you're teaching them. And they see, it, when you try to teach over, and I laugh, I see some advertisements and companies saying, virtual education is the wave of the future. No. <laughs> I, almost, I almost got, I almost um, started cursing. So, uh, so I'm, I'm going to, being a non-teacher person, and, and it definitely is something. But is not the thing because you need that face to face student teacher interaction yep. um, to, to look at the, the people. And again, we talked about this in, in nauseum in the past about facial expressions and, and just general learning on how to body language, body language and, yeah. and over virtual. Now, there is a small percentage 
that do better online. So if that's what the parent, and it's up to the parent, because as a teacher, we we work with like we work with the parent as mm-hmm. running the band at school, running the choir. I work with the I work with the parents because they're the final say, mm-hmm. and it has to be like that. I mean, they're not going to come and tell us to rewrite our curriculum because our curriculum is solid but at the same time they want to know so like how do you do this what do you do we have to be open and we have to partner with the parents there's no other way to do it and when i see the increasing push to go for uh for educational institutions to go rogue and do whatever they want Mm -hmm. and not consult the parents it's toxic yeah You, you got to so all of that said just the the fact i'm really interested to see what it's going to be like in september because we've had one year of ramping back up every you know they things were normal we had them all do you know what it's like for them to be able to go into the gymnasium and all sit down and be with each other first through eighth grade bring in the kindergartners oh they must love it they love it we go to church they love the eighth graders love to have their kindergarten buddies sit next to them okay and everybody in there that's the way it should be. It's the thing that, that, that caused me to be so absolutely crazy was people were acting like getting together in a group was weird. We've been doing it for thousands of years. We so were, are you talking post-COVID? Yeah, post-COVID, they, they, it was awkward. COVID, okay. you know, they were like, oh my God, you're putting the students together. They're going to they're gonna die, you know, and no, they're not going to die. Right. 90% of our school, including teachers, have all had COVID and... No one had any severe illness. But, you know, the teachers, different levels, they're adults, you know, different things here and there. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. I don't know how we got from sampling no, to this. No, but. no, let's. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm trying to, I'm looking up. And, t- I, and looking I don't, and I'm not going to fault the government and the, and in certain institutions in the very, very beginning because they really did not know. And I'm not going to fault them for the kind of um, ham handed sort of craziness that they did because i think that those who are in the trenches the doctors and the yeah. scientists truly wanted the best for us i i do believe that yeah, they of course did. of course and so in the very beginning but then when we got like in a year a year and a half into it people are still acting like well the problem was this is the facts were coming out and we were getting yep. you know the research you know, it was nobody knew what was happening and then uh, we were getting information because time had passed and we were able to see how it unfolds. And, 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 and I still see it in different, like, like the coffee shops. I was a coffee shop in Salem, Mass, two months ago, whatever it was. And I, and I read the thing and it said, masks, wear a mask. So I walked in without a mask because I want a cup of coffee. Did you they know? say anything? Oh, yeah. It was a mom and pop place. And they, and they go, uh, excuse me, sir, do you have a mask? I, I, I don't. Would, would you like one? No thanks. No, and and they just kind of looked at me, and so I, so I left. So I mean, after all of the information has been proved or disproved, people are still doing it. it makes me nuts. Crazy. When I'm when I'm in Market Basket and I see an old toddling couple coming in with masks on, my heart goes out to them. I understand. Of course, I totally understand. When I the other day I saw a, a father with what looked to be his blind daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously learning disabled in, in some areas. It, first off, I don't know who he was, but he was amazing to, mm-hmm. to, because she couldn't communicate with words. Okay. Um, but they had masks on, and I kind of understood why. My Now, hitting close to home, my, my sister Erin, who's going to be at the wedding, mm. um, 
she has um, immunocompromisation. She's, she's immunocompromised. So she said to me over the phone, she's like, all right, so I want to make it clear. And um, if you don't want me there, that's fine. She's very, you know, my oh, sister, I see, I see my sister can be very yeah. blunt sure. and I love her. And she said, I'm wearing a mask. I said, oh, I totally understand. I said, sure. especially it was immunoglobulin. She's got this like, she has like all these shades of cancer, but she doesn't have cancer, but her immune okay. system is trashed. But that's, but Mike, that legitimately is a, that's a real thing. And I understand that. And I understand those people. And that's what I fall back on when I see the masks still be like, okay, that person has, has an issue. Right. You know what I mean? And, and it's fine. I'm, I'm perfectly okay with it. But So yeah. then I just said, I said um, to her, I go, I don't care how you come up. I just want you to be here. I said, you want to wear a, if you, I said, if you want to wear a, a, you know, a radiation suit, I'm cool with that too. Sure. And there was this brief silence and she's like, oh, I, come on. I said, in a situation like this, I said, you have to. I want you to live. Of course. I said, there, however, there are a lot of, stinking looney tunes out there that aren't that think that if they get one whiff of covid they're gonna die right right and i I, and i always say this it took me two and a half years to get covid i had one of my trumpet players was playing in my face spittle talking to me everything (laughs) and i love her she's fantastic and i didn't get it but did she have the covids she did she was out the next day she got tested positive oh and And you you didn't catch the covid i didn't but then and you're like, oh my God, am I going to spread it to somebody else? Hello. So this is my favorite. This is my, I tell the story to everybody. So it was, it's May, and I have this third grader walk up to me. I love my third graders. And he walks up, and he's like, Mr. Grady. Oh, you told me. And he's starting to breathe oh, we talked me. about this last week. So he yeah, yeah. breathed on me. Anyway, so I said the story already. <laughs> Never mind. Anyway, I knew I had COVID. I did have COVID. Just, I just kind of knew because he was like his hot breath on my face and i don't care right. if you don't want to get in the trenches with your kids don't be a freaking teacher if you can't do it don't whine don't complain go to another industry yeah because that's what it's about sure you get in the trenches with them you're gonna get sick you're gonna get you're gonna have to deal with their sure. snotting Just and their crying and their stinkiness but i love them of course yeah. <laughs> you know so anyway long story short <clears throat> there you go I got another sample for you. I have one too. Okay, so you go first because I'm in. So sampling is uh, musical. Yes, it is. And or it's not. So I have what we use at the um, Plasto Fishing Game Club. We have the sample. So I I know, right? How's the tequila? (laughs) Another sample. Yeah, another sample. Uh, So there's a fella. The guys at the club will yell at me because I forget his name. But he. Recorded these. These are great because they are what we use. This will be the second time fire stage of the match. Five shots in 20 seconds. This is a, this is a sample. Second time fire stage with five rounds load. So you load your gun. So we're standing, all standing at the line, right? Is the line ready? This is a three-second uh, break here in between the every line command. The is ready. Wow. You can see it on the on the, ready on the, wave on the right. That's wicked cool. Ready on the left. We can get you up the club, Mike. You would love this. I need to. Ready on the firing line. Three seconds, and then the buzzer. And it's that's the voice. The I've voice. been in the I've been in the room with you before. Oh, that's, 
I, oh, you I, did. You went up there with it. I one went up time. there when you and Aaron. That's were the up same there guy. That's the same guy. Same yeah. guy. So, so anyways, that's fantastic. So this guy made these samples, and I, I have them fi- on file, and we use them now. We're using Bluetooth. We're you know, branching out a little bit because we're outdoors, and we don't have. Are you getting <laughs> them up to speed? You getting them out of a reel to reel and reel to reel with a, tape? Yeah, smoke signals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what does he say? Mm, three seconds <laughs> three seconds three seconds um there there are apps that do the same thing but anyways but that's an example of, of a sample doing you know and they use them like if you take you take a bus ride at the airport uh next stop is the so-and-so such-and-such with the you know. i got it i got it here you go auditorium stop next stop arlington green line arlington stop <laughs> <laughs> but those are samples. By the way, Jamie at Doctor Messenger would be rolling her oh eyes. Oh my god! She's like, "You suck at Boston accents. Right, it, right, we, don't, we don't sound like that." <laughs> Hi, Jamie. Hi, Jamie. <laughs> I just great. saw her today. Always, always pleasant, but always look like she's ready to have some kind of sarcastic comment. Oh, which is great. <laughs> she's, she's she's very good at that. I love it. Yeah. They're the best down there. So I so. met. So I was over there today. Doctor Messenger, you rock. Yeah, buddy. Like, I'm sitting there, I'm like having cloudy brain and all this, and he adjusted my neck, and it was like I could hear angels sing, and I'm like, and then like my brain, and I've said this to him before, you take care of adjusting my neck on the left and the right, and uh, like everything clears, and I don't feel slow anymore, and I don't feel like I can't figure out words and stuff like that, so anyway, I think it's all connected, and he does a wonderful job, but um. I was talking, I ended up there, I had recommended the vice principal where I am, I told her, you know, Monica, go to Dr. Messenger. She did, she had gotten a car accident. Well, I'm looking down, I'm there talking to Jamie, and I'm looking down the hallway, and there's this girl standing there just staring at me. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, somebody's at the, somebody's at the door, I think they need, I'm like, oh my God, it's Monica, and I run down oh, okay, the door. okay, so you, all right, that's She funny. was there, so then they put us in the same room to get our stim. And oh, we're just like, that, 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 that. we're talking and we're like, we, we were like having a meeting. We were talking about stuff at school. I love it. <laughs> oh, that's great. I mean, Messenger, he's, he's fantastic. Oh, he's, on, he's on his game and he's always positive. Always positive. You walk in and he's just like, hey, hey, how you doing, Mike? Okay, so what's going on? Oh, when's the wedding day? Blah, blah, blah. You know, and he's just... You know he's got he's got his wife and his kids and he's yeah, got his family. They're awesome. He's awesome, trying to awesome. raise a family and run a business. So a couple, I think at least one chiropractor went out of business in Bradford and got half his clients. Oh wow! So he's busy, 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 busy. So I went this morning at eight fifteen. I was out in forty minutes. Everything stem roller table. So they got it. Yeah. I mean, they're they're, they're the very efficient, anyways. But so they're, they're now they're like on point, on point. Oh yeah, I gotta great. get over there and change his air filters. <laughs> Doc, I'm coming, I'm coming for your dirty filters. <laughs> oh, you got such dirty filters, such dirty filters. <laughs> Speak, uh, well, let's I, have let's have some more listen, eh, ho. All right, and you know what? We have to do. Um, we got we got to get him. He's he's all ready to. He's ready. He's we'll do sponsor. another one. What we'll get? We'll, we'll, we gotta uh, do another one. Yeah, let's do another one. Wait a minute. So we did our fiftieth episode, right? What are we on now? Oh my god, we were on sixty, like two or something crazy. So you know what we need to do? What do we need? We to need do? to do him for our seventy fifth. Okay. Or sooner. And, hey, hey, at this rate, it might be a birthday. We gotta step it up. So every two weeks. Every, you said that. I know. Every yes. two weeks. All right. So I got another sample for you. Check it out. Give me the sample. Ooh, so good. Funky down. So good. Nasty. Hey, Nasty. you're the man. Godfather. Hey, 
Baby. Oh, bloody. You know who this is? It's not James Brown. Oh, it is James Brown. Like a young, young James Brown. Funky President. <laughs> Funky President. I have okay, that on my playlist. So, then, what do you got? Is this one of the classic summertime songs? By none other than Sloppy Slap and DJ Jazzy Jeff. <laughs> sloppy Run Slap. So nice. Listen, listen how smooth that bass line is. It's just so. You know what? That's it, Mike. I'm switching genres. I'm. I'm gonna see if I can dig out some of this old school soul shit. <laughs> get those glasses off. Your face. I can't get the glasses off my face. I can't, I can't see without them. This is an I and a, my uh, my soon-to-be nephew-in-law will hate that I say this, but that's iconic. Why does he hate iconic? Oh, because he says all the millennials say iconic. Oh, I, so his generation. I, yeah. It's the strangest thing. So he's 15. Okay. He's considered Generation Y or Z. God, I, generation I have y. no idea. Either way, they think millennials are absolutely idiotic. <laughs> I remember when they were the talk of the town. Now and it's funny, like, and the now we've moved is, on. Funny thing is, his father, Scott. Yeah. Scott, you know Scott. Scott, yeah. I turned to him and, I, and we're like, yeah, we agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. So with uh, this is this is episode 61 mike 61 61 we did 60 was last week with the um strawberry blonde so it's been it took us an entire year to do 10 episodes which because is, he did we a year it came up on my thing it was well, it was only a year ago we did messenger or no uh you know i, I saw it it was like a, just over a year just over a year so we we got to pick up our pace a little bit drink this all right sure but drink this why do i just i don't even say just no. drink it mm-hmm we're putting putting the booze into bamboo what'd you say earlier about um day drinking how you doing everything good yeah oh everything's fine (laughs) (laughs) everything is awesome (laughs) hold on buddy um here we go this is what i just said everything is awesome everything is cool when you're part of my team <laughs> that's um, from the lego movie <laughs> that's the, really yeah everything is awesome <laughs> there is um when you're part of a team <laughs> there is a there's an artist and all my music friends are gonna yell at me uh, is it andrew andrew something um hold on hold on oh my god uh I have his. I, I used to. I had a CD from this guy. I can't remember what the hell he is. Right. Well, whatever. It was uh, Andrew. Oh, hold on. I'm, I'm gonna find it right now. I'm, now I'm annoyed that I can't. And I'm not even talking in my microphone. Dude, we gotta we're gonna track a record. We're gonna make a record. And we, you know what? We, you know what? Before you leave yes. today, do you have anything you have to do after this? Uh, meet up with my incredible fiance. And what time? Uh, what, well, she's what time? hold on. She just texted me. Do, 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 and for those who do, do. don't know, my partner here in crime is my best man at my wedding. Yeah, buddy. Can't <laughs> wait for that speech. 
<laughs> so she, since she does all kinds of insurance all over the area. You have a fly also, on your neck. Oh. The back, just go in the back of your neck. The other side, yeah, yeah. I don't know what he's doing. He's gone now. Okay. So she, <laughs> she also, she also does, she also does the running for the registry. Yeah. So she knows the security guards out there really well. And there's oh, okay. a security guard out there. Her name's Pam. She's, she like bike rides and goes up to Lacone and all yeah. of that. And she, so they have frequent conversations about the, a uh, variety of unique individuals to go in and out of oh, the registry. Oh, this registry is, is one of the greatest places to see people. And watch. I say that because I truly, d- it, it takes all types. And that's what's awesome about the United States. And you have the crazy people that go in and out. And I sometimes, I'll drop her off and I'll sit there and I watch. You just watch them. I watch them sure. and I'm like, and these people are driving cars. <laughs> somebody pulls up and bottles fall out like, well, it's like yeah and they oh, said know. you know and one of the guys there is like yeah the other week i had to like i had to wrestle somebody to the ground <laughs> like at the registry sure like you want to like what would make you lose it because then you're not getting your license <laughs> if you do that well that's you know that's just human nonsense you know that crap right there but yeah i've seen that before people just losing their minds losing their minds i had a kid this is something. Here we go. <clears throat> Sean's story. So, driving to the range yesterday, right? Pull out of my street, get into traffic. Now, I, I definitely could have done a better job <laughs> of what I was what I was doing. I like I, how I, you preface this. Well, because I have because I got I got to give this kid some credit because he, a little bit. I mean, he's he's right, kind of. But anyways, so I pulled into traffic. I didn't look right. I mean, it was safe. It was a safe way to pull out. And then there was a guy in front of me with fishing poles sticking out of his pickup truck that was trying to pull out in, in traffic. And I was like, oh, I already like this guy because he's going fishing, right? <laughs> right? Right. So I pulled out and then I stopped and I waved the guy on kid behind me in a car in a pickup truck or jeep or something i don't know losing his mind blowing his horn oh yeah losing sure. crazy crazy and now <laughs> and i'm like i'm just telling the guy in the pickup truck just go you know i get this guy i'm blocking traffic you know i'm not trying to be that i'm trying to do anything i'm just trying to do you know let this guy go be nice. so, <clears throat> so um let the guy go and meanwhile the kid's blowing the horn and the guy in the pickup truck's laughing and he's making horn sounds out his window ham, ham. yeah all right buddy we get the point you know so i'm like all right annoyed so now i'm driving right and the kid's on my on my and he's i'm looking at him in the mirror is. and he's flipping me off and and i and i just gave him the hand i don't give no fingers no nothing and i go and i'm like Good sorry I don't, i'm kind of like you know sorry whatever and he's in the in my rearview mirror, he's giving me the, the the look like pull over, pull over, like he's he wants to like wrestle in the street or oh something. You want to fight? You want to fight me? <laughs> and I'm looking at him, going, oh, I don't need this now, mind you. I'm on my way to the club. I got my gun in the car. Not that I would ever ever I know. use, you but don't I have to explain it to but me. Just, I know. But just you know the situation, the cops. Because right. I play it forward. I would in in so if I pulled over. I'd wrestle with this kid or whatever, and the, the cops would show up and they'd be like, "You have a gun in your car." I'm like, "Well, I'm going to the range to shoot with the team, you know." So the kid follows me up into Plasto, and he keeps doing it. So we we get to the one of the, the stop the stop signs and there's some traffic. So I'm like, "Do I have to get out and like talk to this kid?" I'm going to use the word "talk," right? right. So he, he rolls his window. He's yelling out the window. You didn't buy I had to vanity. I'm going. I go, I go, look, buddy, I just letting the guy go, you know, and anyways, I don't even know the why I started saying that. We were talking about human, human, humans being human, yes. you know, and the kid was so freaked out. He was a young kid. He was probably, so here I am, 
A 51-year-old guy, right? Oh. <laughs> My luck, I get out to talk to this kid, and he jumps out, and he's it, 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 a six-foot-eight lacrosse player, and he takes me and spins me around like a baton. <laughs> I, I mean... I don't need any of that stuff. So I'm just like waving them on. I'm like, buddy, listen, no business. What are you looking for the time? No, no, I was looking. I was looking for a oh. sample to play. Oh, well, this, we got, we got. Mike, you know how to run this machine? Just come and go for it, like this one here. I was, so go on, go on, go on. Go on. <laughs> but I didn't have my glasses on because I'm 58. <laughs> I couldn't see a darn thing. Uh, uh, anyways, so nothing nothing happened, which is which is what I prefer. And um, good, 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 good. Anyways, but that was. Um, are you looking to just just keep talking? I got it. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna put you some mezcal again, and then let's see how you feel about that. Anyways, um, so that was that, and uh, it kind of you know what was kind of exciting for me. What? The adrenaline rush. I don't know how often that happens for you. Like you, you like the danger adrenaline. Like if you, if you know, you know, when you know when you get hurt, let's say, yeah, and your body goes into some sort of not a shock, but you get that adrenaline. Like if somebody, if somebody slaps you, <laughs> if yeah. you, and you get that feeling, you get that that adrenaline rush. I had that rush as that kid was behind me. And he's right on my tail, and he's he's like pull oh, over. Sure, I can understand that. You know, I'm some young kid. I don't, I don't, I don't care. I don't, get, I don't even dislike the kid. I buy him a beer right now. It's not, and I understand I was probably an idiot in traffic, and oh. you can tell me I'm an idiot, but I'm not going to pull over and wrestle with you or whatever gonna, it is we were going to do. Not going to fight you. I'm not going to play cards with you in the middle of the street. You're going to walk up to him and say. <laughs> <laughs> good old ted but we love ted we love ted and uh so anyway so he so he, t- he turned off and i think he got his point across or he was annoyed with my thing Ew. but anyways so that <laughs> well you come to find out you come to find out as you get older you become more you become more reasonable i remember i was um samantha and christopher's mom dawn yeah. Don is from the Merrimack Valley, mm-hmm. um, and so we were, uh, B Street was playing up at the beach club, we were coming home, and there was a bunch of clowns behind us that were like tailgating us. Okay. So I slammed on my brakes. Yeah, that's a tough one. Well, yeah. it was stupid, because I was in my 20s, yeah, and I've they done that. start chasing us. Well, mm. they take a spark plug, and they throw it at our back window. Spark plugs are... Um porcelain and porcelain will shatter a window in two seconds so it sounded like a gunshot yeah yeah so then dawn starts freaking out she starts crying and mm, shrieking that sucks and yeah. w- they threw it and then they immediately turned off and took off <clears throat> and we pulled over and she's like you know shaking mm. and the that, adrenaline 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 rush. of course so there is one and i I know that none of my kids will be listening to this podcast. <laughs> this isn't public information. No, this is at actually, all. No, this is private. This is just for you and I. So when when do I have a ridiculous adrenaline rush? And what I do is I always tell my choir and my band people that you want to take that adrenaline and you want to use it as a focal point as opposed to a point that makes you nervous. So adrenaline can be used in two ways. It can make you shake, shiver, and lay like, oh my God, what am I doing? Are it simply you use it as energy to focus and you're like i'm ready to do this Mm -hmm. right before the christmas pageant starts Mm -hmm. that's how i feel really i get it and i walk out because it's game on and i'm like and i and i you know i always take a look quick look behind me and i'm like 
right. Look at there's Look like five hundred people. people behind right. me, and these and are the people like, that write my they these write are the my people check. that pay my paycheck. <laughs> so <laughs> that's like I'm accountable to all of them, and I understand yeah. the the gravity of that. And then I go, yeah, fuck it, I'm ready. <laughs> just well, that's what, that, but that's what you have to do. It's just like it, it, it's a gig. And you've gigged exactly. your entire life. You understand it, and and you're the you not you that you're the focal point, but you no. are the machine that makes the focal point, which is of course the students, right? And the program shine. And if they don't shine, you fight. Yeah, <laughs> well, pretty much because they're used to like uh, so the spring concert when mm-hmm. I did it this year. It had been so long since we had done a live event. It had been three years mm-hmm. that I was like, damn, you know. And I hope that some of my kids are listening to this now, Sean. They were incredible that they got up in front of people and they did what they needed to do and they sang well and they performed well and they were all together and so i'm gonna and um you remember uh like i mike ferrera big guy he did all oh, the yeah. lights for the yeah, show yeah, okay. like mike's mike. awesome so, i like mike so i like mike too so mike <laughs> his daughter did the sa- helped me with the sound this year okay so we're the <laughs> we're coming down t- to the last song for the spring concert and I go, and I'm like, okay, you all set with everything. <laughs> and she's got the soundtrack ready. And I sit down. And she looks at me and looks just like her dad for a second. She looks at me and she goes, um, Mr. Grady, shouldn't you be behind the piano right now? And I'm like, oh, she, she and I and her. So, so I was supposed to play a piano introduction, but I forgot. So I sat down and next to her. she reminded you. And she goes, shouldn't you be playing the piano? I'm like, oh. And she's like, Yes, and I, got, and I shoot up there, and I get behind the piano, and nobody would have ever known because it looked like part of the process. Yeah, and I and I play the very, I play the very like first minute of the song. Mm-hmm. It's a slow version, uh, and then we go into the soundtrack. And I walked up to her at the end, and I'm like, "Thank you, thank you." And she goes, "Well, I was just like, I'm like, well, how old is she? Ish, fourteen, fourteen. She's a pro. So, she's gonna be a she's gonna be a, so a, she's a tour a chip, manager. She's a chip right off the old block with yep. her dad because her dad was like, he said, like the Christmas pageant 2019. I'm like, dude, I want to go the hell home. He's like, Mike. So think about this at the very end, and he's telling me what he's gonna do, and I just looked at him. I go, do whatever you want. That's awesome, you know, because I was so tired, and he's like so full of energy. Mm-hmm. And what he did at the end was amazing because he had all the stuff on the ceiling and people were like, the light show, the light show was awesome. And it was awesome. So we f- let's flash forward to fla- quickly to 2022. We're doing Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Okay. And we're trying to, he's coming in, he's trying to figure out the lights and everything. And I was like, I had, I was exhausted. And I, because my hearing isn't stellar, I misheard something that he said. And instead of being gracious, I was a jackass. And I looked at him and I go, look. And I said to him, I go, dude, I have an idea. Why don't you worry about the lights? I'll worry. Uh, I'll worry about the music. Okay, Ooh, Mike. Really? Yeah. And you. How long have you known me? Do I get like that very often? Uh, not very often, but no. you do. I and, do. But you're only going to do that if you feel as if you need to do that. So, so it, you like you said, you misheard. I, I misheard, okay. and he was like, he said to me, he leaned up and he goes, "Are you?" fucking kidding me and we and guess what you know what happened what happened just like what happened with the guy that was behind you in the car adrenaline i got i got like all muscular like all i got my stupid muscles and i'm like look i said i didn't ask you to be here 
I, and I did actually. <laughs> right. And I said, right. and, and I just like ripped him. And he's like, "Are you doing this in front of everybody?" I said, "Well, I, uh, well, yeah, we are." Wow. And so you really you had a thing. Right and then. so then, wow, uh, okay. Mr. Delibro, I yep. looked at him. I go, "Take the kids in the back." And he's like, uh, you know, the Bob is the director. Wow. Bob Delibro is in addition to. We're gonna change the name of this podcast to Confession. Confession. Yes. So he takes the kids in the back, and they're all like, "What?" They they rarely see me lose it. Mm-hmm. And him and I went back and forth, and finally we solved it. So they, he goes, he does his thing, yeah, with that hanging in the background. So finally, at we went, we had parents' night. Uh, not parents night. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, it's the, the ninth, the eighth graders. It's the students' night. It's grad night, mm-hmm. and we give out all the awards. And we have a big dinner and everything. And the, and 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 Nicole and Mike are there. Nicole, and Mike Ferrara, mm-hmm. great people. Yep. And I'm like, okay. So the day before I went out and I got him, he had told me a while back he likes peanut butter whiskey. So I'm like, okay. I go. Uh, gross, by the way, Mike. Let's, let's, let's wean you into something pleasurable. But go so ahead. I go and I, and I go and I buy him a bottle, and I just like I get a card, and I write like I'm like, look, you and I, you know, thank you for being a professional here from in the beginning to end. So this is this is your apologetic. Well, I had already apologized to him, but I don't think he right. he was offended. And of to be honest with you, I don't rightly blame him. Yeah. And then I just wrote it to him, and he's like, he walks up and he gives me a hug. He's like, thank you. And, you know, you guys are invited up to our house, da da da, come up to the camp. And, he, you know, it was okay. the whole thing again. And, you know, I mean, Mike is, Mike is larger than life, and he, all he wants to do is help. Sure. And so then I think that, you know, with the mishearing and all of that, I'm like, oh, man. Sure. Know, just like, but it was, it, was in, it was the same. The adrenaline kicked in yeah. just like that kid. I'm like, da 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 Oh, yeah, you want to fight? You know? <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah, I mean, you, you, it never would have come to that with, with, with you two. But you, oh. but you, you, you were having a bad day, obviously. Oh, it was just, it was and everything. What, what did you mishear? It's not even important. Oh, he had just, he had, he was asking me a question, but I thought he said it as a statement. Ah. He was like, do I, do you think you need more of something? I see exactly what and you're saying. Yes. I heard you need you more You need of, more, more of something. this. And, right. and you're like, <laughs> pumped up. Like, you wouldn't like me when I'm <laughs> But really quiet. Listen, what you just said, right? I just, this is not going to work. <laughs> this is not, right. So one of two uh, things, I either, I either sound really ominous or I sound like a creeper. <laughs> um, so I think, I'm just going to brush up on one, one other thing. The adrenaline. Oh my gosh, um, right? That's, that's a lot of training. I'm, I'm going to, not being police or military, I think that all of the drills and all this other business, I mean, nothing is like an event that you have to, you know, get engaged with or it's, you know, something that a police officer has to do or somebody in the military that has to engage with an enemy or something like that. Exactly. All the training in the world is not going to get you to that position where you need to be, but it gets you close. I'm assuming it gets you close. I have no idea. Right. Um, So I think that what I felt yesterday with the adrenaline was... Something I hadn't felt in a really long time. Interesting, really. Yeah, and okay. it was, and I, and I, and I liked it. Not that I liked it, like I wanted to hurt somebody or you know engage in some sort of conflict or anything like that. But it was, it, it made me realize how unprepared I am for a, a real situation because mm. I felt the adrenaline rush. Wow. Okay. And I, and it tired me almost immediately it was so much energy was being used and i i tell you i went to the club like i said the kid left <clears throat> i went to the club 
I set up and I shot. Um, I didn't shoot as good as I usually would shoot because okay. I still had that rolling around in my head. Mm. And I, I feel as if I need to bring some of that into my life more often. Not in a violent way, of course. Right. But maybe some, um, and I say this, and, and I know several people that do, do this sort of thing, but some sort of like physical engagement uh, like a not necessarily a sport a sport would work I think that's why football Maybe works for people out. well working out is a but it's not a danger working out is, is a physical oh, thing okay. I'm talking so I, about I see what you're saying alright like sparring sparring with an oh, opponent fencing Oh, fencing, fencing anything like that because if you get you know you get you get poked <laughs> you, know, you lose but sparring you Yikes. know with, with uh, all the padding and stuff if you get hit it's still going to hurt. It's still going to hurt. Yep. You're going to feel it, and you're going to take the hit, and that's and that's that. But I think, I, I, I mean, again, I've never done that. So I think that um, to find a way to get that adrenaline would be, it was just really weird. I haven't, I hadn't, I really hadn't felt that in such a long, long time, and it just, it, it disrupted my everything. So as men of a certain age, you and I, me yes. more than you, um, what is happening is that as we get older, certain things happen our hearing gets less our smelling the the ability to smell gets less vibrant the ability to taste gets less vibrant and everything around us dulls slightly that's just the age okay so oh when so when we when we do experience something that that it's much bigger throws us back to how we used to be okay and i've had that so that was one so i i I take into consideration i'm going to use this and sally i'm so sorry relationship okay coming out of a marriage that was not the most it was unfortunate that it ended sure but at the same time meaning her and at one point i said to her i'm like i am 55 years old and i feel like i'm 14 again oh so you then you, you have the positive oh the positive rush like of rush like bro I thought I was like blue pill, blue pill, <laughs> you know, blue pill place. No, not even slightly. And I say that in in I say that with a, like a lot of positivity. I may I may edit that out of the podcast. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know I know exactly what you say. So she she kind of reignited a lot of stuff that came from when I was younger. Sure. So well, I mean, this that's experience, new, new love have, is new love, and we have that. Yeah, of but it was like you know, so much of what I do, I realize that why do we make things more spicy as we get older? Because we can't taste all of the salt and the sweet and all of that as much as we used to. Huh. And they say that traditionally people like spicy foods more as they get older, and that's just because of our inability. Because things, and it's not that it's bad; it just dulls. We, you know, you're looking at think of anything. Think of a 50-year-old car. Think of a 50-year-old anything. Uh-huh. Well, damn, son, I'm almost 60. <laughs> sure. No, I understand that. Okay. Wow. It's, uh, we could break this podcast into two episodes. I think we might have to. How long has it been? Can you go check it out? Do you really want me to pull that button? I do. I do. Hour and 42 minutes. This might be one of the longest we've done in a while. Well, considering we haven't done anything in a while. <laughs> Point taken. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> so Sorry. Go, I got a, I got a sample for you. Oh, oh what last bring one? It, bring this it. This is this is it. the last one. Ooh, my Sharona. Mm-hmm. Listen to the 
kind of bass that was. What year was this? All right. I don't know. So, ready for this? Ready. Oh, this is going to freaking blow your like mind. A, like, a, like a bridge pickup with no mm. treble. Oh, yeah. Here this we go. This is my recital. I yeah. think it's very This vital. goes out to all my students. They love right it. Wait, it's check it out right here. Here we go. It's tricky to rock around, to rock around. That's right. On time is tricky. Right here. It's tricky, 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 tricky. Seriously, right? My Sharona. Are you kidding me? <laughs> and so what year was this song? All right, so let's see. Hold on. Let's do, Mr. Grady, let's do some research. Okay, so My Sharona was released in 1979. 70, okay. Okay. And then... What tricky. year was I'm gonna say 85. 85. So, <clears throat> did you 86, say 86? 86. I was so close. Did you say in the beginning of the podcast how they sampled that far back? What was the sampling method? Did you Did you say that originally? I don't remember. I did. They well, they started using the sampling. I mean, you could record and put a sample in like mm-hmm. some of the older like 1940s and stuff but they mm-hmm. started using the Fairlight which allowed them to be able to manipulate the actual sound wave and put it in perfect sync okay so that what, what year was that again uh, let's see hold on I mean Fairlight. because we have mm, just a moment we are so fortunate we have we have I mean this <laughs> it's a sample button <laughs> It's the just the touch of the. So the um, it was in the 1960s when the Fairlight came out. Okay, what an amazing technology, right? So were they using that? I'm curious. I have a computer right in front of me. Aaron would say GTS. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, we love you. Uh, um, you keep us honest. <laughs> seriously, from London. Uh, what was I going to do? Would you call it Fairlight? Is it with an F? The or Fairlight, Fairlight CMI. With, with an F or P? Fairlight. Fair? Fa- fair, like, fair as in fair-haired. Okay. Fair as in... Fair... Light... CMI... Yeah! I should have kept going. Looking up the Fairlight... CMI... What year was it created? Yeah, boy! Here we go! Fairlight. <laughs> you're multi multi sampling. Oh, I sounded like a white guy. Fairlight. Uh, yes. <laughs> we should sample that. <laughs> and I'll do it in time. So good, do the beat again. You did it in time, though. Do it. <laughs> triplets go keep going i'm gonna do a triplet <laughs> all right oh you know what now we just look like assholes <laughs> okay this is like the old podcast. This thing went to hell. You know what this is? This is like when I'm at my apartment. I'm at my condo. You're in your house. And it's like we're freaking three sheets to the wind. It's 1 p.m. We're doing pretty. So, you, so you've officially day drunk. Drink, drinking. Drinking, I guess. Day that drinking. Was, that was a past tense, not a descriptive. Day drinking. 
Um, okay, Fairlight CMI. <laughs> Interesting. I wonder if I can find one of these machines. Oh, the Fairlight, dude. It's like they use it so much in LA and a lot of the recordings. I'm going to go to eBay. Sample. eBay. Let's go to eBay. eBay. Uh, eBay. eBay. All right, anybody that's listening, you can stop this right now. Would you know just, what, though? I firmly believe our friends in India would love this. Oh, my God. I love, I love those people. The <laughs> they are they are definitely awesome that they listen oh, to us. Sam- sample, Fairlight Sample. I, I'm on eBay. Fairlight Sample Library. $8. What? Seriously? Number three cassette, Mega Rare Promo CMI Synthesizer. It's a cassette. For f- I might just buy these just to have some sample just to t- capture them i mean they're vintage have you seen the tv show stranger things are you kidding me i watched the entire thing i haven't i'm, I'm still in the middle of it dude, <clears throat> dude but dude, that dude. whole soundtrack who, who are those people that's destiny's child and what year is that recording i mean uh, that well no that's just thing? that's probably in the early 2000s so they, it's uh, uh, kelly they, kelly Rowland, beyonce and i always they're adorable they, they are adorable and talented Fairlight CMI uh, USB mouse keyboard. Oh, there's a whole. So this person is selling this. I'm curious. Oh, what the fair, no way! What? Oh, 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 oh! I got another sample for you. Okay. Right. Okay. Here we go. This is awesome. I was looking at the case. So you look at are this. my woman. Um. Okay. I love these samples. I'm. On, I'm gonna buy some of this. Group. What do you got here? Ooh. How's that for a grab? Jay-Z, you're Jay-Z. a freaking genius. He's a freaking genius. He a genius. Oh my gosh. So then we go to Crazy in Love. So popular. So yes. Yes. marketable. So amazing. Yes. So he takes it down a key. So couple keys. Right Here we go. Not yet, Mike. Ooh. Not yet. There it is. <laughs> I mean, you come hit the, on. And the whistle. And I mean, just the, all the, the the stack of samples Jeez. is just so good. Oh, wait. So props to this one song. One of my favorite Jay-Z songs. What? Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Wait. Oh, yes. This kills me every time I hear it. No. Was that created or was that sampled? I don't even know what this is. I hear strings. What year is this? Oh, God. I think it's early 2000s. Can I hit it in the morning without giving you half of my dough? And even worse, if I was broke, would you want me? Dude, kills me every single time yeah, I, I hear seriously. that song. Right, so let's let's because um, it's gets a computer and, and, the, and you know it's the, the, the stereo pan. I'm assuming this can I get podcast those? is in stereo. So if I hear it, you should hear it. Fair Fairlight USB. There's a whole system here. This guy's selling. All right, so what did they use? 
I mean, okay, what's this? Look at this. That's it. I'm switching genres. This might be original. This may not be a sample. Yeah, this sounds. Hmm. It was heavy on the right oh. side of the speaker. <laughs> Wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I just gave related songs. My bitch better have my money. <laughs> who who what leaves their the money heck? to their pet dog? I mean, what, no, that's the, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know what they're talking about. All right, I'm done. We've, I've sampled myself till I can't sample no more. Right. Are you talking about the booze or the music? I'm talking about the bamboozled. <laughs> it's going on almost two hours, bro. I know. I, 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 All right. <laughs> uh, so, you know what? Let's, um, I don't know, G. We'll, I guess we'll wrap it up, right? We can wrap it up. We, and you know what it is? I think I know what got you. What? You looked at the yes, shot of tequila exactly that I just poured I again and you you said you know what I've had enough I've had enough this is your your out which I understand if this was uh, Nam we would see your right shoe just ducking around a corner if this okay what time is it if this was Nam no I could make it till about 5 o'clock and then so the worst the worst Nam experience I ever had that <laughs> was <laughs> here we go we did day drinking all throughout Whoa. the throughout the um, what was it the Anaheim Convention Center and we're going all different levels we go all like downstairs upstairs we're doing the rounds everybody's buying around as we each come to a corner where they have bars set up and so then it's five o'clock and i'm like all right we're talking about going to fire and ice which we always go to and i'm like all right i'll meet you guys there and you're like and you're like no you're gonna go back you're gonna go back and you will never uh-huh. see you and so what happened is i went back to my room and i woke up at 2 a.m Oh yeah, because you took. I a nap. slept from five until two, and then what did you do at two o'clock? You I were was like, wide awake. You were wide awake. I sat up on the yeah. side of my bed, and I'm yeah. like, "Yeah, what are you gonna do with this?" Yeah, seriously. I listen. I completely understand that you have to regulate your travel, sleep schedule, blah 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 blah, and that's why I think Erin is still a pub crawling. Did you just use the word regulate? Regulate. Regulate. Oh, that's gonna be what our last sample. Regulators, you regulate any stealing of his right? property. Right? Come good on, too. son. But you can't be any geek off the street. Got to be handy with the steal if you know what I mean. Earn you keep. Regulators, regulators. Mona. It was a clear black night, a clear white moon. Warmer G was on the street. Listen to that. Trying to consume some skirts for the E. So that I is so badass. So badass. Chilling uh-huh. out of Just hit the east side of the LBC. On a mission trying to find Mr. By the way, Joanne will be thrilled to cover this. Oh, yeah? <laughs> but wait, hold on. The original. The original. Michael listen Ma- listen to how smooth that is. Michael McDonald. Whew. Just flawless. I keep oh, just so good. Seriously. And, and then they take it and they make it like, and and, and it and it's legit. It, it it it's, it's legitimate to an entirely new generation of people. That's incredible. Could you tell the difference of the flavor of that last? Um, I could. That was. That's the that's the goat piss. That's a Sincoro. It's burning my esophagus. <laughs> yeah, it's rubbish. 
<laughs> what should I say? All right, let's get out of here. Yeah, you ready? Let's go. I'm ready. Appreciate everybody joining us. Oh! <laughs> it's a party! Thank you to our sponsors and to you, all our bamboozle.boston podcast listeners. Please tell your friends to seek us out at your favorite podcast platform. Ask them to subscribe and give bamboozle.boston a... Five. Five, 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 five. <laughs> Star rating. Also, visit us on our website, um, bamboozle.boston. And for those of you who are com- don't understand the interwebs, <laughs> www.bamboozle.boston. Yes. To connect with all your socials, email, send us feedback, or any suggestions. Thank you for listening. All over the world, we are taking the world by storm, and eventually, some will, someone will pay us to do this. <laughs> Either way, <laughs> this is Mike Grady, that's Sean Cochran. Yeah, we buddy. are bamboozled.boston, and we are out. Come on, son. See ya. Yeah, buddy. <laughs>